0: Hey, this is Mabel Munyamani, and this is Living the Gift Out Loud podcast. This is a show designed for women who want to find long-lasting confidence for themselves in their business and for their family. I help women find the courage to own their strengths and uniqueness, walk and live out their best lives without compromising, compromising their values, their passions, or their strengths. In this show. I'll give you the very best of life, family, and business advice. And I'll be bringing you special guests to help me bring this message home and keep things real. By the way, I'll also be giving you a refreshing sprinkle of my faith. Glad you're here. Enjoy the ride. Let's go. hello hello hello, people hey everybody and welcome to another episode of um, living the gift out loud podcast i'm so glad you could join us and the topic of discussion is uh, our villain traits are often our superpowers okay so this is um coming from my signature program in my coaching program where i take women and moms in uh, through a journey where they really get to identify that what they usually call or what they would call villain traits are actually our superpowers. I'll explain how that came through. But just as an introduction, I am running a challenge, and this is something that's going to be going on this year for um, over every month. So it's going to be a monthly challenge that I invite women, moms in particular, who are wanting to, I don't like to use the word rediscover, but you're wanting to really amplify yourself you really want to find and use your strengths and gifts and talents and life experiences and professional experiences if you're wanting to make a pivot particularly if you're in in a particular job or profession or you're trying to change something in your life for yourself for your family um if you if you've been hiding you've been hiding or hardly used your strengths you know you've got strengths you know you've got passions you know you've got things that you're interested in and somehow you've never got to use them because for whatever reason they were not nurtured, they were not identified, um, and you've come to a place where you know are you thinking you know what's going to, what's the goodness or what's the purpose of having these strengths? What am I going to do with them? Right. So this is the challenge I've set up for people just to take them through the journey of realizing that those mislabeled, um, unidentified, misconstrued traits that we have, particularly in our childhood, um, often turn up or turn out to be our superpowers as adults and I'll tell you why how I came up with this name um because in my own journey of self-discovery which I had to go through I did a full circle I discovered myself through my own children because if you know my story my children they had their own strengths and they I had to really um really change it and and learn a lot of stuff that I'd learned growing up so I could parent them the best way that they needed to be according to their strengths, according to their abilities, and according to the projection of their strengths and gifts, right? So if you know me, if you know my story, that's it. I'm not going to go back too much into details. Go back into previous episodes. I've got a book, "Leaving the Gift Out Loud, that talks a lot more about it in details. The full circle, how I learned to discover my children's gifts, and through them, I discovered, oh, okay, so I have strengths and gifts and passions as well, right? So where did the villain traits come from? Okay, so... Villain traits, we all know, we all watch movies, right? We all watch TV shows. And most of the films we watch, most of the movies we've gone to, they have a bad guy, right? So when I say about villain traits, it's those traits, those strengths we usually call the bad guy, right? The bad guy is the one who's um, the naughty person, the naughty guy, the one who wants to hurt the family, wants to hurt people. And then there's the good guy, right? We've uh, We've got the superhero, right, who who's the good guy, good character, kind, and likes to serve the planet. Um, he's got a good personality and he usually fights the bad guy and wins and saves the day and saves the world, right? So the villain, which is what I call villain traits, usually in my journey of discovery, you know, and for the women I've worked with, the moms I've worked with, and the children I've worked with, right? We have certain traits, particularly in childhood, right, that as parents, it really, really, can, can be really difficult to parent or to manage those particular traits. And often, as I talk about it in the book, there's a chapter in my book where I say um, the strengths are hidden in the inconvenience. Because look at yourself, or look, if you're a mom, look at your child, or maybe go back, let's go to time travel and look at yourself when you're a kid. There were things that really annoyed your parents so much about you, right? Either you spoke talked a lot you were so you talked non-stop you had too much energy you were too jumpy you were too noisy you were there's always too something right about your about you as a child that was inconvenient for parents inconvenient for the school you're in inconvenient for the grandparents your extended family for for people for the carers right the people were supposed to be looking after you there was something that got in the way that people did not like about you right so I was speaking in particular about myself and I talk more about this in my book. My, I was often called stubborn, stubborn Mabel. My aunts called me stubborn Mabel. My mom called me stubborn. For as long as I can remember, I was called stubborn Mabel. And this was particularly because they said when I'd made up my mind about something, it was so, so, so difficult to make me change my mind, right? I was told I was very, very assertive, right? And, um are really difficult to convince once I've made up my mind about something, right? So imagine parenting or being a mother to this kid who's very assertive, who's very strong-headed. That's the word I was looking for, who's very strong-headed, right? Imagine parenting this child. That becomes a challenge for you. That becomes an inconvenient, and particularly the generation I grew up in, kids were often not encouraged to speak out. They were not encouraged to be outspoken. They were meant to be... Respect for a sign of respect to your elders was you keeping quiet, you don't argue with the with the authorities. you often just keep quiet if you're told this is it you don't question, you don't challenge, you don't provoke you don't ask any further questions. That was a sign of disrespect right so now you're parenting this headstrong child who knows what she wants who's assertive and will not change her mind right. I remember my mom taking me to the stores one day with my 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 siblings. we had to choose shoes downtown and I couldn't find a pair of shoes and my mom was upset because she goes amongst all these shoes seriously there's no way you can not find a pair of shoes and I said I couldn't because I couldn't find the pair I liked and I was happy to go home (laughs) with no pairs of shoes because I didn't like the shoes that were there right and for my mom it was very frustrating because it was christmas time she wanted to get the shopping done and go home right who wants to hang around you know christmas shopping crowds busy you've got a whole list of things to get done it's last minute just get your pair of shoes and let's go she's got four kids to manage right so let's just be easy just get your shoes and let's go home and i was happy to leave the stores without the pair of shoes because i did not like i did not see any pair that i like right so i can see how challenging this personality trait is right and so i'm I'm just wanting you to go back into your childhood and what was the thing that you often labeled as inconvenient was annoying to people to manage whether you were very outspoken maybe you were very assertive very i don't know i was speaking back to my children my thing i found that was inconvenient for my children they're my boys they've got enormous amounts of energy they do not get tired they jump they Run around, they do not get ex- exhausted, right? So this was a problem at school, right? And this was a problem at home. So it can be anything. It can be in the and the most challenging thing about it is not necessarily anything bad. It's not anything that you can label evil. It just can be a trait that because of that environment, it just becomes a challenge to manage. My boy's boisterousness, my boy's competitiveness, right, was challenging and really challenging for them to be managed at school. Teachers labelled it disruptive. Uh, the other teacher said they wanted to tone it down. And I'm not going to go too much into detail about this. Grab the book. Right. You can learn more about this. So this is what I'm talking about. This becomes a villain trait. So remember I told you the bad guy in the movies. So your trait is the bad guy. Right. So if you grow up being told that this is bad, it's not good, it's inconvenient, you have to tone it down. Right. For the sake of the school, for the sake of the institution, wherever you're at, for the sake of the home or for your family. Right. You tend to silence this trait of yours because it's inconvenient, right? You tend to tone it down. You tend to not do much about it and bury it as deep as possible so that you fit in. So you fit into the environment, so you don't become a problem to your family, don't become a problem in your school, right? So this was my story. Stubbornness, stubbornness. I really had to, in the end, I think somewhere along the line in high school, I just didn't speak or voice. My opinions, as much as I could have, because I learned that you know what, it's not good for me. I get into trouble if I do this, so I learned to tone myself down, right? Fast track. I mean, I'm an adult. I mean, I mean, I mean, adult now, right? I'm parenting my children, right? And now they're having all these issues at school that I am finding. I have to speak out, right? Now it becomes a full circle because now I have to advocate for my children, right? At the same time, I'm in the working environment, so I have to speak up for myself, right? Because somewhere along the line, your traits can only be trembled for so long, but because they are traits, they'll always try to find a way out. And for me, I find that I'm okay, and I'm an introvert by nature, right? I find I'm okay to just stand around and watch people. I, I enjoy observing people. I enjoy being in a party quiet, right? But in places where or on topics that really move me, right, I get excited. I get, I want to speak out for subjects and topics that interest me, right. If there are topics around parenting per se, you'll hear me speaking. If there are issues around women empowerment, women um, in in entrepreneurship, if you subjects around things like the justice for women, justice for children uh you hear me speaking, you hear me voice my opinion because this is what I, this is what i 'm really passionate about, right So when I talk about the villain traits, quite often, this is your interest, right It could be your passion, and what is your passion? Your passion is anything that you're interested in it's what what moves your heart, what your heart burns for what you want to seek justice for. It might be something that makes you really cry, really emotional, makes you angry, right? Other people don't like to see animal suffering, right? It really burns their hearts. Other people don't want to see something people are really sensitive about plants, you know, about sea, the sea, the ocean, pollution, um, sustainability, you know, poverty, uh, you know, it could be anything. you find that you've got a particular thing that your heart aches for, something that your heart um, really pains when you see that situation. That's what I call your passion, right? And sometimes because of the nature of the society we live in and the environment, I talk about culture, culture being the environment we live in. So you could be in a societal culture, you could be in a family culture, you could be in an ethical culture, um, it could be in a racial culture. There's so many things that we we play around, right? That we that we get are conditioned in, right? We tend to play down or tone down our passions. We tend to tone down our strengths and our traits so that we can fit in, right? But like I said, somewhere along the line in adulthood, when you go into your line of work, when you get married, when you you know start going to different industries, you realize that you know what? I like this thing. I want to speak about all this. This moves my heart. This breaks my heart. Oh, I'm really good at speaking. I'm really good at um, writing. I'm really good at um, expressing myself. I love teaching, right? You start to see all these things that maybe never really mattered to you before, or maybe they did, but you didn't have the confidence or the assurance um, for you to speak out or do anything about it, right? But for me, eventually, somewhere along the line, and I think mostly because of my children and what we're trying to do with them that really announced it, you know, my, my own passions and my own strengths, it forced me to unlearn a lot of things and recognize that what were my villain traits, the things that I was told is annoying, is inconvenient, Tone it down, play it down, maybe there's no place for you in this women like women don't do this, black women don't do this, girls don't do that. Right. I realized, you know what, that's exactly what I want to do. I wanna be outspoken about certain subjects. I wanna speak out, right? Actually, I love to learn about certain subjects. Actually, I wanna teach. I love teaching, I love facilitating. Oh my gosh, I love writing. Right? Actually, I'm going to write a book. So you see, it, it, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a plant. It starts from, it's a seed that you know it starts growing, and the more you focus on it, the more you feed on it, it, it grows, it blossoms, right? And now I've been able to do all these things that, if I look back in my childhood, it's things I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to write a book. I've, um, somewhere along the line, I've, um, my sister always talks about how I used to delegate and give my family all the instructions of what to do in the house. um. You know, she said I was quite bossy, quite assertive, right, with the family, with all my siblings, I used to give them tasks to do in the house, right. And those are just really organizational skills, right, that I use now within my parenting, within my business, right. So this is what I'm talking about, you know, some of our, what we call, our villain traits, things that were played down on. Actually, the things in adulthood that are your superpowers that help you function, that help you stand out, that help you do better in whatever you're trying to do. That actually gives you fulfillment and pleasure and excellence. Right. So, for for example, you know, I love writing, and you know, so I've decided so I decided to write a book. I've got one that will be coming out soon. Um, so you tend to flourish in those areas where your strengths and your passions lie. Right, and the other thing that I've left out is your values. What is really important to you? Because not everything is important to you. There are certain things that you, you know, that you will not compromise. They're non-negotiables, right, within your own self, right. And sometimes it only takes time to actually sit down and write them down. But there are things unconsciously that you will not compromise. There are things that you will not negotiate, right, within your own morality, with your with your own um belief systems, right so uh, you could be like a christian or you could be another religion or just really strong morals the things that you'll not compromise if it's honesty integrity um, respect um, you know there are things that other people are really strong on than other people right and those are your values so there are things you will not go and do because they violate your your values your boundaries right um. So the th- if you follow those three things, and I think that's what makes us people and human beings. Because if you follow follow those three, um, th- actually that these four right topics between your principles, which are your values, your passions, um, and what you're good at and your strengths, you realize that you know this is what makes you you. This is what makes you unique. This is what makes you special, right? And I just wanna. You know, just really reiterate why i 'm running this challenge and why this is going to be my 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 signature program because as moms, as we take on new roles right, we grow up with girls, some of us we were really defined roles as girls, we did all the cooking, we did all the cleaning right, and our brothers didn't do as much, right, so as, as it goes, our roles are pretty defined from the beginning, we should dress like that, we should talk like that, we should be really good at cooking, we should be really good at things, and boys, it's not so constrained, you know, right, Um. and then before you know it, you know, you're, you're, you're married now, right, so now I've got another hat on, I'm a wife, this is how a wife behaves, this is how, what a wife does, right, so our roles are very defined by the society, Right. And before you know it, then I've got I've got children. I'm a mother. So that's another hat. Mothers do this. Mothers don't do that. Mothers, you know, can only have so much and do so much and be so much. Right. So within all those roles that we take up, sometimes we lose ourselves. We lose our passions. We lose um, our strengths and we lose our values because we've got all these expectations of what we're meant to be doing for ourselves. Right. So this is what I'm talking about when I talk about, you know what, our villain traits, are our superpowers. I just want us to, to, to you know just take, take time to stand back and just recognize that who am I? And am I really being true to my principles? Am I being true to my values? Right. That's the same thing. Am I being true to my strengths? Am I using my strengths every day of my life? Are you using your strengths? And if you're not, why not? right and every day are you sticking to your values or are you compromising them if it's at home or if it's at work if it's with the relationships with your spouse or your siblings your work colleagues your friends are you compromising your values at the expense of yourself or other people right how much of your strengths are you using every day Right. Because I, I can guarantee you, if you focus on your strengths and use your strengths, your life is a lot, lot, lot easier and you arrive to excellence quicker. And Excellence is different from perfection. I'm not talking about perfection. I'm talking about excellence because where your strengths lie, you do the job well. Right. And there's always a way to mastery. Right. So if you haven't used your strengths, they're not going to be at master level from the beginning. There is where the stage you have to identify them, then you have to start practicing them, and then put hours into it, and then you become master at it. So you know that theory of uh, you know, ten thousand hours for you to become a master, right? So some of us even even started, you know, nurturing and you know and growing our strengths before we even talk about getting to the stage where we we've mastered our strengths. So if you are you not using your are you using your strengths every day, and if you're not, why not? And how frustrated are you? This is when we talk about burnout, when we talk about um, being frustrated, when we talk about stress. Stress, a lot of the time we're in stress is because we are ignoring these four things, right? If you're always true to your values, if you're always true to your, um, your strengths, if you're true to your passions, right, you can get tired, right? You can get exhausted because we're human beings, right? but you realize that stress is a a whole lot of something else. It's because we're we're moving further and further away from these core values that you have for yourself. So I just want you to take back, you know, to step back and say, you know what, am I using these things every day? Am I being true to my values, my principles? Am I using my strengths every day, right? Am I being faithful to my passion? Are you paying attention to your passion? And are you respecting your passion? So what burns you, what excites you, what 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 aches your heart? Are you are you acting towards those? Because the more you use your passion, the more your life will be fulfilled. The more pleasure and joy you will experience, right? Because if your heart aches for kids with a certain illness, right? If you're serving those children, you're going to have that inner joy. You're not going to solve the whole world's problem, right? But if you're called to a specific people, Right. If that's your mission, then that becomes your mission. If you know a lot of people talk about it, what's your mission in life, right? If you discover those four things, right, you realize you come to your mission, and this is part of the things I coach, right? How do you come up with a mission statement? How do you discover your purpose in life? It having gone through this inner work and discovered all these four things I speak about, which which is what I really coach women, go through that journey of discovering your mission, your purpose, really by understanding. What are your values? What is your strength, and what is your passion? Okay, so this is really why I wanted to explain why I'm running this challenge, and I hope that, um, uh, women moms, you sign up if you want to go through this journey. If you, if you really just want to amplify, you know, if your mom already knows what you're good at, right? You already know your strengths, right? And maybe there's that stage where you're thinking, so what's next? How do I bring these skills into the marketplace? How can you monetize them, right? A lot of us moms are thinking we have to make a choice between paying the bills and following your passion. I don't believe that God gave us these things for nothing, for them to just be there, right? God is very clever. He's very intelligent. He's very strategic and he's very purposeful. I believe he's given us all these things so we can live them out and use them out in our daily lives to make other people's lives better and for us to be have peace and joy and fulfillment right so if this uh, conversation has you know has you know has resonated with you um, if you know you've got some more questions you're thinking hmm maybe you're talking about a whole lot of things that I'd really like to have a deep conversation with no dm me right and make sure you sign up for, for our challenge right so this next one we have is on the 31st um, of, of, of January is on Tuesday 31st of January 6pm Australian Eastern Standard Time if what I've spoken to you spoken about today has raised questions sometimes your heart starts to beat faster and you know I'm just like letting you that when when that happens is because I'm speaking to you and this is making sense to you right in your body your mind and your soul and your spirit is responding right don't ignore that don't just say oh what was that about is because I'm speaking to you, right? And there's a connection, right? So if you're a mom, I've spoken about, you know, you've never used your talents and you really want to, your strengths, your abilities, um, and you really want to, maybe that's one of your goals for 2023, right? Then sign up for this challenge. It's absolutely free. Did I say that? So the three-day challenge, absolutely free. Sign up. Let's have a conversation about it. I just wanted to, I just realized, you now I'm going to make it a coaching session, Right. So if you're falling into these compartments that we spoke about and you, you know, you haven't understood maybe your strengths, maybe your passion, maybe your values. Right. I will work you through my framework. This is what I do in my coaching, in my business. We will work out through my framework. Um, If you've got issues around those three things, you know what? Come. Let's have this conversation. We can go through coaching. Right. We we'll do a quick coaching session um, you know, on the call, just get you really I want you to really have so much clarity around these things so that you can have that life that I'm talking about that's fulfilled. And I know as as soon as you get it, you're gonna get it for your children, you're gonna get it for your family, right? Because I just wanted moms to the, be the ones thriving. I know if moms get it right, I know the family's gonna get it right. That's why I particularly work with moms because I know we 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 are the nurturers of the house. We we run the house, right? Our dads, fathers are the heads, right? But we're the managers of the house, right? So when when moms get things, I'm assured that it's going to be um, taken back and be driven and be you know put straight into the house where it will benefit the husband, it will benefit the family, it will benefit the children. So hopefully you go what I'm saying. This is why I'm doing the villain to superpower. I'm challenged. I hope you understand what I was talking about, why I came up with the topic. And I spoke briefly about my story of, you know, me having my villain traits, which are what, what I use now in my coaching program, in my parenting. Very assertive, very headstrong about certain subjects. I will speak out uh, for my children. I'll speak out for myself. I'll speak out for other women. And now that, you know, just the whole business is run, the events I run, it's because I've realized, you know, this is what I want to do. This is what I enjoy. This is the fulfillment I get and empowering other women, other women coming back and realizing and speaking and, you know, confirming that they found their purpose, right? And that's the thing I spoke about, you know, when you have your purpose is to serve other people, to make other people's lives better. That's what it's about, okay? So hopefully I see you all in the challenge. Please sign up. And if for anything else, if you're wanting to, you know, this conversation, if it sparked something for you, right, put it in the comments, and um, we'll have a conversation around it. Um, but thank you so much for listening through and I'll see you guys next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, thank you once again for being here, for your time, your ears, and your energy. And I really hope that this podcast is making some impact in your life, in your family, and in your business. Please share this episode or podcast with another mama, sister, or woman who you think might need it. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And a review, please, if you can. Because I'd really love to hear how this is changing and impacting your life. Again, special, special, special thank you for listening. For your time, I do not take that for granted. Until next week, continue living your gift out loud.